You've got a lot of sausages and things that just come to their head and... And it chipped it away again! Toby Flood. God's sake! He pulled my scrub cap off and he squirted water in my face and you're not allowed to do that! Suck it off! Shut the good video top! What a yoga! <laughs> Welcome to a special Waste High Rugby podcast. In this pod, we're throwing you into the Rugby League Grand Final between Lilliston and Halmsund. And it's so special because we have Adam Jones, our very own Adam Jones, at the stadium, at the ground, at the final, talking to absolutely everyone he can get his hands on. So hopefully we're going to bring you lots of great content about the game. And hopefully this is going to be the podcast everyone, everyone wants and everyone listens to. So Adam... Let's start. What was it like being a live reporter? Oh, it was great. What an experience, mate. Uh, the setup of the day was fantastic. Um, but I, to be honest, I felt a bit like a little, a little bit like a celebrity. There was some people going, going, "Oh, you're the guy from that. You're the guy." You know, obviously they'd seen a, a mullet and a, a weird guy hanging around and putting a phone in people's faces, and they put one and one together, and they're, yeah, you must be that guy from the waste. But it was really cool. Um, yeah, I was just buzzing around. Um, grabbing people when I could and people were just full of energy and yeah it was it was a great it was a great experience mate I really enjoyed it so what you're saying is there was a big mulleted bearded bloke grabbing people and shoving a phone into people's faces yeah and then the other contacts that would have gone down uh, a little bit a little bit strange but uh no, this and this occasion when you're surrounded by big leagues, you, you kind of just blend in, which is quite nice. And there were some really interesting uh, hairstyles there as well. But uh, yeah, I was, it was a pleasure to be part of the day, to be fair. All right, brilliant. So let's get on with it. We're going to cut to the pre-game interviews. We're going to cut to Adam going into the stands, asking the fans what they think about rugby, hearing from the officials before the game, planning how many red cards to give. And we're going to hear from the stars of the future. Hello and welcome. It's Adam here from the Wayside Rugby. We're on tour, currently at the Oosterhuis Arena. There's a development game going on in the background, but I've just caught up with Anna Torson, the captain for Hogerson. Uh, he's just got in, into the sheds in about 10 minutes to get warmed up for the big grand final. But uh, Anna, it's, it's, I've heard you're an avid listener of the, of the Wayside Rugby. Uh, how are you today, mate? Yeah, yeah. I'm a, one of the few who's waiting every week to get the pod out. Uh, I'm guessing there's not many of us. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. Uh, really looking forward to kickoff now. Uh, nerves are building up, uh, as they should. Um, but yeah, just keen to get started, basically. Awesome, mate. Awesome. I, I've had the pleasure of playing with you in the sand rugby and, uh, and playing against you on a number of occasions. I know you go well. Um, but with, with the lead up to this uh, final, uh, you've had some, uh, some some decent results, some some dodgy results now and again. But uh, how how is the feeling in the camp at the moment going into this game, buddy? Uh, it's feeling really good. Uh, we had a great season so far, um, building up, building the team, uh, having like um, solid 18, always attending trainings and making sure we know each other where we play. Nice. Um, we weren't too happy about the result in Lillestrøm. Uh, a few discussionable uh, decisions, but it's what it is. And uh, we're really looking to show who's the best team today. Nice, nice. So it seems like you got a few few rights to wrong from the last game, but uh, as we always say, it's what happens on the day. Um, but what's, your, what's going to be your tactic going into this game, buddy? What, have, you, have you got a special tactic or are you just going to try and force your game plan? How is that going to work? Uh, no, we definitely have a tactic. Uh, uh, we we have a 
big team, as, as most clubs know. Uh, so we're going to try to win the middle early in the game, uh, keep our composure and hopefully tire them out before we can activate our backs. So it's going to be a, a very simple, basic rugby league tactic, uh, trying to make the least mistakes uh, and right some wrongs from, uh, from last games. Fantastic. Now, it's my, my first time in this arena. It's a beautiful setting, great setup. The pitch looks really nice. The weather's uh, going to hold out. I think there's no rain planned. Uh, is that going to play well into, into, into your game plan, do you think, with having such a nice pitch and, and a good day for it? Both yes and no. We were actually we were looking earlier. It was supposed to be very rainy. I think it would be a big advantage for Hogesund, who's basically a rainy city. I don't think the Lillison boys have seen rain since training any time. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, definitely it will be better rugby played when it's uh, weather like this. Um, there was going to be more passes, trying to more trying our place a bit more. I think we were in uh, playing a bit safer. It was rainy, uh, so our game plan will fit perfect to this weather. Nice. And, uh, the atmosphere is good here already. Yeah, yeah. There's 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 quite a few people in the stands uh, as I look around. There's quite a few stands. There's a development game going in the background, which you could probably hear. But uh, Honor, I just want to wish you the best. Uh, keep on listening. Uh, just just while I've got you, um, can you sum up what rugby means to you in one word? One word uh, or I a think, phrase. Uh, it's got one word. Has got to be passion. It's all about the passion for the game. Uh, basically, uh, five years ago, I was only rugby player in Hogesund. Corona hit, and then two and a half seasons uh, le- seasons later, we're here. Amazing. So this is all about the passion. That's amazing, and it, all it takes sometimes is that one catalyst. And I know how instrumental you've been with Hogesund, mate. So keep up that good work. And then, last question before we let you go and get get changed: uh, Who's your favourite member of the podcast? Who who do you, do you like most on the podcast? Oh, uh, it's got to be. Uh, Adam, by far, uh, by, by far. <laughs> There's no pressure. I've got, a, I've got a gun to his head here. But <laughs> and, uh, your, and your least, least, least favorite person on the on the pod? There's a non least favorite, I will say. But uh, Tom, Tom. W- w- of course, uh, you you feel pressure to say Tom. But one of his uh, tactics he's mentioned earlier is using more forwards. He, he bumped it up to nine, I think, yeah. and. Uh, and Hogson is now playing with, I think, 15 props. So <laughs> I, I, I think we'll try to use Tom tactics here and uh, we'll see if he gets results for it. Brilliant. brilliant. Okay, it was a very di- diplomatic answer. He didn't want to be negative and say who he didn't like. But most importantly, he said who he did like. And just for now, record, that was Adam. Oh, no, thanks very much, mate. Good luck with the grand final and uh, hopefully you go well, buddy. Okay, guys. Yeah, Adam again. Uh, there's to his arena. Um, just before kickoff, managed to get Lucas from the Liderstrom, captain of Liderstrom. Um, he's here. He's willing to talk to us before they go and do their, their warm-up. Uh, Lucas, good to have you here, mate. Um, just wondering how you're feeling, how, what the feeling's like in the sheds at the moment. Um, and we are feeling, feeling pumped. We are uh, ready to take this trophy back home and, yeah. Nice, 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 good. And so, um, preparations for the game. How how has it been in training? Are you getting good numbers down to training? And how how has that been? Yeah, they've been good numbers. Uh, we've been training on the basics, the difficult stuff, uh, just uh, nailing the basics, basically. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, and it's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful setup you've got here. The boys uh, used to playing in stadiums, or is this is this a nice uh, nice little luxury you've got today? Ah, it's it's quite a luxury. Uh, we used to play in. Uh, in pitch in pitches with uh, without uh, seats and uh, stuff so uh, it's going to be good uh, yeah 
Nice, nice. And have you got a? Obviously, you guys have have, have played recently. These two teams who are now in the grand final. Um, obviously, you guys were up on the last game. Uh, is there anything you're going to do differently, or is it is it business as usual for you guys? You're going to try and implement your game plan, or have you have you got some things in mind that you can share with us? Yeah, uh, we'll do the same thing last last time. Just focus on our game plan, and uh, um, yeah, man, that's yeah. it. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. Great to hear, man. Um, yeah, so uh, just before I let you go and get your warm-up done, mate, um, I just wanted to know, it's a question we're going to be asking everybody, uh, who's your favourite on the pod? Uh, on this one with Jamal and... Uh, yeah. Uh, I would say Sonny, man. Yeah, Sonny. He was, he, was, he was sounding pretty good on there. That's good, yeah. good. And then lastly, mate, um, can you sum up what rugby means to you in one word or a phrase? Family. Family. Yeah. Nice. I love it. You hear it here, guys. Well, uh, wish you all the best, mate. Um, looking forward to a really good final. Uh, hope you boys go well. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll try and catch up with you after if, if the result goes the right way for you and you feel like it. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have a chat after, mate, and get your reactions after the game. But that, that was Lucas. Thanks very much, mate. Cheers, mate. Uh, I'm joined with Stephen Green. He's the head trainer of Hogesund. Um Just in his preparations, we're not far from kickoff now. Um, yeah, Steve, uh, good to see you, mate. Uh, how are you feeling? Good to see you, mate. I'm feeling great. I'm excited for the challenge today. It's been uh, two and a half years as a club, so to reach a grand final in that time is is an amazing achievement for everyone involved in, with the club. Absolutely. Uh, never a true word said. Uh, just when I just caught eyes with you then, you just said you were a little bit nervous. Are those nerves of excitement or, uh, you know, how are you feeling? I, I, yeah, it's excitement, 100%. And yeah, you'd be silly not to have nerves on a day like this. You know, you put so much work in through the season. And uh, we finished bottom of the table last season. And and something that motivated us when we analysed that was, you know, we're not too far away. We knew we knew we weren't far away. So to, to get to be in the position we're in this year, we, we were unlucky against Lillestrom away. We really felt a little bit hard done by in that game. So... Today, we've, we've analysed it and we're going to put right, hopefully, what went wrong on that day. OK, we'll just go into that a little bit more. So what, what do you think went wrong and, and how are you going to right that wrong? Uh, it was a mental mental aspect of the game. We, we, a few decisions went against us, which happens in, in rugby. We take that as part of the game. We switched off a little bit uh, after those decisions. We lost our shape a bit. We had an injury in the in the middles that that affected us a little bit. So we've worked on that. We know what we have to do, and uh, we're ready for it. Happy days, happy days. Now it's shaping up for a, a good final. The, the the weather's the weather's pretty good. Uh, when I was speaking to Arnie earlier, he said the they you know it's very wet where you guys come from, um, and you, you're used to playing in the in the rain. Do you think that's going to have a massive effect today for you, or is it going to play into their their game plan more? Or what what were your thoughts on that? We just play the day, you know. I mean, it's the same for both teams. If it does start to rain, if not, we, we just play the day. You know, we're used to, yeah, we're used to rain. We're used to snow. <laughs> you know, we play in the snow a lot. So for me, we just do our job, and I'm sure it'll be the same for Lillestrom. But we're ready. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, yeah, it sounds like some excited nerves there. Just for all, let you go, mate, and uh, and settle those nerves with a coffee or something. Um, you can't have anything stronger at this point, I've I don't think. I've got a Red Bull. All oh, right, okay, Roger, Roger. Um, yeah. So, uh, just a quick question: Can you sum up uh, what rugby means to you in one word or a phrase? Unity. Unity. Nice. I like it. Like it. Uh, and then, uh, last last but not least, uh, who's your favourite uh, personality on the pod? I would. Say, having seen your mullet in real life now, that 
There's only one only one choice, man. That's you. I'm, I'm starting to think that people are getting a little bit scared of my presence. <laughs> and when I'm asking the question directly, they feel like they have to tell me. But um, I'll take it anyway. A win's a win. But uh, Steve, it's, it's a pleasure. Keep on doing what you're doing, mate. And hopefully we'll catch up with you later. Thanks All the best, mate. Mate. Have a great day. Thanks a lot. Okay, guys, we're back. Uh, it's all heating up at the moment. Uh, excitement is building. I'm joined in some some beautiful pink uh, T-shirts in front of me, uh, wondering who they were. And it's actually the officials, obviously one of the most important things. Rugby can't happen without them. Um, I'm joined by Tom Hogan and Udin, who are the, the, the line referees today, and head referee, Eustain. Uh Guys, how, how are we feeling? Uh, I'll go to you first, Eustain. How, how are you feeling about today? I'm fairly pumped. Um... You know, if ahead of this game, you know, I've refereed these two teams, Hogerson and uh, um, Lillestrøm, three weeks ago. Lillestrøm was a tough match. Um, they're well worthy of, uh, of this grand final, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Nice, nice, yeah. I mean, is it, what what kind of things as a as a as a match official going into the game are you are you kind of focusing on? Is it, is it is it the high tackles? Is it the safety of the players? Uh, or is it a combination? Yeah, you know, I, I know these teams fairly well, so I know what to look out for. You know, I've got to, you know, keep out for, you know, safety, um, make sure they keep the high tackles down. Um, but my, my general focus is to have a, a free-flowing game. Uh, these teams, they, they know how to play, and, um, yeah, I just look out for high tackles mostly. Great stuff, great stuff. And then uh, to the line referees as well, there's going to be uh, assisting you staying on the, on the sidelines. Udin, you'd look a bit younger than these two, uh, these two blokes at either side of me. How old are you, mate? I'm 12. You're 12, fantastic. And do you play rugby yourself? Yep. Yep. Uh, who, who do you play for? Lillestrom. Lillestrom, okay. So there's not going to be any bias against Lillestrom today, is there? Uh, yes. <laughs> we'll edit that out. <laughs> well, you, is this the first time you've uh, been a line referee? No. No. So you, uh, you you enjoy being a match official? Yeah. Good on you, buddy. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we're going to be talking with you staying a bit long, a bit um, a bit more about that subject going forward. Uh, but good on you, mate, for putting your hand up. Uh, Tom, you, you you're a local lad. Um, you're down here. How are you feeling about this today? I think it's going to be a great match today. Uh, it's uh, evenly matched teams, uh, and I'm looking forward to see how it goes. Yeah, nice, nice. You got to be you're sporting uh, a knee support there. You, what's what's happened there, mate? You got a bit of an injury? You should know. <laughs> you were on the other side of it, <laughs> I, I, and I just laughed and like I did when it happened. When I, I apologise for that, mate. But uh, hopefully your knee goes well. Yeah, ho- hopefully it's uh, it's good for the finals in Oslo. So nice. And you boys are looking very striking in your pink. And Uden's even got the pink boots to go with it. Um, yeah. So uh, just 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 the last question before I leave you guys. Um, we're asking this everybody. Uh, if you can sum up what rugby means to you in one word, uh, we'll start with you, Yoistain. Uh, history. History. Nice. Uden. Good friends. Good friends. Community. Community. Fantastic. Fantastic. And then lastly, uh, have you got a favourite person on the pod? Oh, it's got to be you, mate. Yes. My dad. Your dad. Nice. Adam Jones. Oh, yeah. Uh, Again, I think people are getting worried that they can't say Adam Jones when he's got a a phone in front of them. But, uh, yeah, it's unanimous at the moment, but we'll see how it goes for the rest of the day. Uh, Good on you, boys, and, and good luck for the final, and hopefully we'll catch up with you after. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so we're off to the spectators now. We're going to get their views on what they, if they can sum up what rugby means to them in one word. Go. Culture. Skill. (laughs) 
confusion, yeah. apparently. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to you. Excitement. Freedom. Uh, teamwork. Unity. Teamwork. Coming back to the big man at the start. Have you thought of a word? Injury. Injury. <laughs> Go. Fun. Fun. Boyfriend. <laughs> Tackle. Tackle. Excitement. Community. Fun. <laughs> okay, so Adam, back again. Uh, this time I'm in the delightful change room with Sanez. Uh, we've, people have got all of their kit on at the moment, which is unfortunate, but I'm hoping to stick around and maybe see something which I like. Uh, s- some dodgy smells in here, some dodgy haircuts, especially when I do- come in the room and if I say you've got a dodgy haircut, you know it's bad. But anyway, uh, well done, Sanez. A very good display uh, for the warm-up game. Uh, really, really good. Um, I think the future of rugby league is bright at the moment. There's some really good players, really good numbers. I uh, did actually put my hand up for, to play for Sanders today, but they, they didn't need me because I'm shit. But this is all good. But anyway, uh, we're going to ask the question of what rugby means to you. We're going to go around the room. We're going to start with yourself, mate. Just the one word for what rugby means to you. Passion. Passion. Amazing. Respect. Therapy. Passion. Inclusion. Team players. Yeah, inclusion. Camaraderie. Uh, camaraderie. It's the aches, isn't it? Aches? Yeah. You got me. <laughs> I got you already. Happiness. Happiness. Sportsmanship. Uh, the boys. The boys. <laughs> Teamwork. Excitement. Fun. Yeah, fun. And family. Awesome. There's a there's a there's a few words there that mean the co- quite a lot. There, probably in Norwegian, it's uh, fellowship. Yeah. yeah. yeah very, very good. But uh, yeah, it's a d- delightful to be in in this room. It's nice and warm compared to outside. Uh, well done, Sanders. Keep up the good work, boys. And uh, hopefully, we'll see you soon. Cool. Hey! Hey! Okay, it's me again. Uh, just after the development game, we've got Farson, some very pretty looking guys here. Very nice kits. Some young guys are making me feel very old. Some really good. Uh, some mullets and some really good hairstyles here. They're putting me to shame, but uh, all good. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to ask Farson uh, now uh, what they think, what rugby means to them in one word. So we'll start with you, big man. Uh, friendship. Uh, unity. Teamwork. Fellowship. Therapy. Hard effort. <laughs> Family. Smash. Community. Uh, um, uh, confusion. Community. <laughs> community. Family. Family. Friends. My life. <laughs> awesome so yeah it's really good guys uh, really good display on there uh, really really uh, some uh, massive hits I was, I was really I was glad I was on the sideline put it that way some really big hits going in uh, so if we have you guys got a, a big ooh Farson you can give us yes yeah. cool. okay uh, okay yeah. all the Farson Rugby League for three one two three Farson Rugby League awesome cheers boys okay all in Okay, guys, I'm back, uh, pitch side with Josh Silverstone at the moment, uh, a guy who plays for Sanna's Raiders um, and has been coming down to training at Stamanga, so I've seen that he's uh, one of the bright sparks for the future. Got a very bright future ahead of him, in my opinion, from watching him. Uh, but I'll let him introduce himself. Uh, so, Josh, how, how did you start playing rugby? Uh, I started playing rugby in uh, year six, and, uh, yeah, I was just... Just started playing, yeah. Yeah, so how, how old are you, Josh? I'm 15. 15, so and, and you found out by rugby, was it from a friend, or how did, how did um, you come about? So, uh, my sister's friend's dad um, was a trainer at uh, Sanders, ah. and then, uh, yeah, he got me into playing. 
Cool, brilliant. And had you been playing football or some other sports previous to that? Uh, no, I've I did BMX for like three years and yeah, yeah. wasn't. Yeah. Those of you who don't know Josh, he's uh, he's got wheels to burn. He's very very fast. He's got very good hands and he's uh, very very good head on him. Uh, came down to the Watson Cup. That was the first time I saw you play and uh, just wiped the floor with people scoring tries in for fun. Uh, like I said, he's been coming down to the Savanga training with the men and he hasn't looked out of place at all. Uh, but what is it about rugby that you like? Are you are you going to continue with rugby going forward? Do you think in the future? Yeah, definitely. Uh, what I like about rugby is how. Like everyone has respect for each other, no matter what happens on the field, everyone's uh, yeah, friends nice. after. Yeah. And uh, do you, do you watch much professional rugby on the TV and stuff? Uh, do you have I, a favourite player? Uh, Reed Mowney from Reed from uh, the Bulldogs. Yeah. And yeah, I watch NRL every weekend. Nice. Wake up at like six to watch just watch one game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, the reason why I wanted to have a word with Josh is because I do think he's one of the bright sparks of the future. Um, our youth are the, the, the future of, of rugby, especially in the small small uh, small sport like like Norway. If we can keep guys like you interested, and I'm sure the, the national team will be strengthened in the future, which is good. Um, so, yeah, mate, just to, just to round it up, uh, what uh, if you can sum up what rugby means to you in one word, what would you say? Um, yeah, respect, yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, cheers for that, Josh. And we'll keep. Uh, you've heard this name here first. It's Josh Silverson. Keep an eye out for him. We hope you go well, buddy. Cheers, mate. And I'm joined by Tobias. You'll have to say the surname, mate. I'm afraid, Tobias. Who will I know? And uh, how how old are you, Tobias? Sixteen. Sixteen. And I think today's been a really good day for Tobias. Uh, he plays for Sanders Raiders. Uh, he's been involved in the um, warm-up game before the grand final, which is going on behind us. Uh, it was your first ever senior game, I believe, Tobias. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and so how did you how did you get into rugby? What what what? How were you come about to playing rugby? So I moved here about uh, three years ago, and uh, I wanted to do something with my body, and uh, I found rugby, and then I tried it. Nice, nice. And how, how who who introduced you? Was it a friend, or did you look online? We just found a poster in the store. <laughs> a poster in the store, fantastic. That's awesome. And uh, so, yeah, are you 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 enjoying playing? I, I know I know of you from from coming down and training with Stavanger. Um, you've been doing very very well. Uh, very impressed with your hand eye coordination, and uh, definitely a star for the future. I saw you put some big hits in there today. How did you find playing? Going from playing junior rugby to senior rugby was it a big step up? Uh, not really. I really enjoyed it, though. It was kind of easy. You're kind of easy. Oh, so you, you enjoyed the challenge? I really enjoyed it. Fantastic. So have, have you got what we say in English? Have you got the bug for it? Are you are you hooked on rugby now? Do you 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 you're enjoying your rugby? Always been hooked. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, is it another another star for the future, Tobias? Like I can say, I, I've trained with him on a couple of occasions, and he doesn't look out of place in the senior man's when he comes and, pl- and trains with us as well. And he's a great asset to Sanders Raiders, and uh, we wish you all the best for the future, mate. Thank you. Okay, we'll speak to you soon. So we got some more spectators here. We're going to ask them the question: uh, What does somewhat rugby what means to you in one word? Anger management, lads. <laughs> Companionship, brotherhood. Fuck brotherhood. <laughs> so we've heard what rugby means to a hell of a lot of people, but Adam, I'm wondering, what does it mean to you? Yeah, I've had a big think about this, and it was for me, it's family. Um, I know a lot of people said that on the pod as well, which was interesting. Unity came up quite a lot, community. Uh, but for me personally, uh, obviously being an expat over in Norway, uh, you can't, I haven't got my family here. 
So it becomes your replacement family. Um, so yeah, I think family is a good one for me. That's where it sticks with me. And Jack's decided to join us for this middle part. So Jack, same question to you. Rugby in one word. Uh, uh, it's not an acceptable answer. Yeah, sorry. Addiction. Addiction. Right, sounds good, isn't that? Yeah, no, because I think we spoke about this before in that you can't stop. You have to stop and you want to stop, but it is addictive. The whole thing's addictive. It's where you get boys who can't walk at 50 years old still playing rugby and still drinking way too much and doing stupid shit because you can't stop. Yeah. It's an addiction. What? Drinking after the game is the addiction or the actual sport? No, just the whole thing. The whole thing, mate. Everything, the whole thing. (laughs) Well, what about you, Tom? what, What would you say if you had to answer the question? Mismanagement. (laughs) Uh, at least it's not mentality so that's good okay Uh, it's not talent too little of it in rugby anyway Adam me and Jack weren't at the game we don't know how it went can you tell us a little bit about the match yeah, well, firstly, the, the setup was great. Uh, the stadium that they had was fantastic. It was the uh, Sadnes Ulf football team's uh, official stadium. Uh, so the Ersterhus Arena, which was very, very nice. Um, the game was very, I don't want to give, like I said, I don't want to give the score away just at this point, but the game was very, very even. There was some really big hits. There was um, people putting some... Uh, yeah, really, really big hits, some really good runs going in. One of the things I did like at the start is they did the Norwegian national anthem, both of them did. They all lined up in the middle, which I got a nice video of, which I thought was a really nice touch. And you could tell then with some of the guys, like they were getting a little bit emotional singing the national anthem and what it meant to them to be in a grand final. And I could say, you know, being buzzing around like the changing rooms beforehand and, and being around the guys, like you could you could feel the, the butterflies in the stomach and the, they were, these guys were just so up for it, both of them. And it was a, it was a really good display of, of, of rugby. Even even the development game before was 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 fantastic as well. Like um, and just just to have like everybody who's who of, of like sort of Norwegian rugby league all there on the same day. Um, it was fantastic. The, the the crowd were getting really excited because there was like I said there was some some big hits and some big runs and it and it felt like you were at a proper a proper game of rugby. You know, it was like the the, the atmosphere in the stadium it just echoed all of the sounds and it was just. Yeah, really good display. Yeah. Did anyone take an early lead? Was there any tension? Yeah, there was. There was um Hogerson came out of the blocks massively. Like they they obviously had a game plan to come out uh and try and shell shock Liverstrom a little bit and they did that. They they came out of the blocks, they were putting massive hits in massive runs. I think Liverstrom were a little bit a little bit shocked at that to start with. So they took, uh, they did take an early lead, and and I believe at, at half time it was kind of very, it was very very even, um, and uh, yeah. So that, as much as I can say without trying to give the give the the, the actual score away, and uh, yeah, but it was, it, it, it was it, both teams are so up for it. It was un, unreal. Shall oh, we, uh... Stefan? Sorry, Tom. How did our boy Stefan get on? Did he stay on the pitch or he I'm did? I managed to with him. Yeah, I got a selfie with him as he was coming off, but that was voluntary. He was coming off there. I think he was getting uh, subbed, subbed on. 
uh, subbed, subbed off. But I got a phone. I did ask him to try and get an interview with him after, but his response was, uh, I, I'm a Ferrari and Ferraris don't need to have be advertised or something like this. Uh, I, <laughs> it was, it was, I, I laughed at the time. I didn't quite understand what he meant, but I was just like, okay, fair play, mate. No worries. Uh, he was the only person who actually refused to give me an interview the whole day. So good on you, Steph. Um, yeah, the big, the big, the big man was. Uh, he was on form though. He was. Uh, he was putting some good, some good, uh, some good runs and some good hits as well. So good on you, Steph. And if you're listening, right, that's enough chat. Let's listen to the winners. Okay, boys, welcome back. Uh, we have it's it's in. It's official. Lidstrom, two times in a row, are now champions of the rugby league Norway. Uh, I'm joined with our celebrity uh, guests, Jamal and Sonny. How you doing, boys? Yeah. Oh, over the moon, man! Over the moon. Back to back, back to back, baby. Fucking hell, I was a bit worried for you there, Jamal. You were off the pitch for a little bit, but then you come back on. Did you, oh, no. you got a new head or something? I was like, uh, what was wrong? And then he wouldn't say nothing. And then I come back on, he sent me off again. But that's, uh, the, the old boy was on there, so he took over for me. He's playing half, full, full back, prop, everything. Just doing oh, mate, I seen you were pinging some of those kicks, and then uh, the old man, he tried to have a little one. <laughs> <laughs> he steps up, and he's like, what looks on this is how he's done. And it was uh, a big case of the uh, the student became the master on this day. But uh, hey, how are, you, how are you feeling right now, boys? Oh, mate. I- I just remember when this club started, we were getting beaten 80-0 over six, seven years, and now to win back-to-back, and I get to do it once again with my son. Puck brings the tears to my eye, hey, I'm proud of these guys. I'm so proud of my Lillestrom team, man. So proud of them. Yeah, it was, it was it was a close game to start off with. I thought it was going to be a lot closer. And they came out the blocks quite fast. Um, you guys seemed a little bit shell shocked, but you, you held in there, which was fucking good, and uh, this spirit came through. But uh, Jamal, uh, you're happy, happy with your performance today? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I can't complain. I got the job done. Uh, there's a few things that's like my own thing that I beat myself up over. Yeah. But other than that, you can't complain. You won it. Yeah, man. Hey, no- this is over and we done it. Oh, is it? We're watching this, the boys over there now lifting lifting the trophy. We got a video of that which we'll share as well. But what's this mean now, boys? Are you going to get leaguey on the beers? Oh yeah, boys. Final Queensland coming up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here for first, boys. Queensland have come to Santa's and they're going to show them how it's done. But good on you, boys. Fucking good, good, good performance today. Fucking proud of you. Thank you, guys. And also, also thanks to Haggerson boys. Man, they turned up today. They gave it to us for a good part of the game, and uh, I'm just proud of what Anna's done over here. So, li- rugby league is just building in Norway, and we're getting better and better. Yeah, man. Awesome. Cheers, boys. Thank you. Okay, guys, I'm, I'm joined with Arnie here uh, from Hogerson. Uh, straight after the game, we're still on the pitch. Um, not quite the, the, the result you wanted, Arnie, but uh, yeah, just put into words, how, how are you feeling right now, buddy? Uh, like I said, not, not a result we wanted, but uh, I can't be more than proud of the boys. Uh, they gave everything. Uh, we come out firing, uh, getting the first try. Momentum is there, the feeling is there. Uh, we keep uh, we keep little um, on the pressure for the first half, um, but we don't manage to score on all the opportunities we have. I lose a bit of momentum and let Lillestrøm back into the game. Mm-hmm. But, but all in all, uh, it's uh, it comes down to a few individual brilliance on Lillestrøm team. Not going to take that away from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they were they were the better team in the second half, and, and the score reflected it. 
Yeah, I know it sounds like a bit of a cliche, but it was like kind of a game of two hours. You guys came out of the blocks firing, looking very strong up the middle. Uh, but then uh, you were sucking them in in the middle. And then when you got out wide, you actually you actually took them on the on, on the width as well, which was really good. Uh, half time, it, could have, it literally could have gone either way. Um, but uh, do, you th- do you think you just kind of ran out of steam a little bit there? Or do you think you put it down to some of the individual brilliance like you said? Uh, I, I, I think the individual brilliance of Malina Simmel, of course, is a, it's a big part. Uh, it teared us up uh, in defence. was really hard defending some of the players. Uh, but also where our execution lacks that one pass. Uh, we, we, get to, we get to good playing position. Uh, we get uh, too scared of losing the ball or dropping the ball. So we, we're avoiding that pass. And uh, I think just the pressure on uh, being in the first uh, grand final here uh, was... Uh, was a bit too much. Uh, we also do some silly mistakes, my, myself included, uh, where we have uh, have momentum. We get two penalties where we kick it back to them. Yeah. Uh, it's just silly mistakes, uh, and we keep letting Lodzjan back in the game. Uh, I think the physical part we uh, we kind of kind of had the, dominated them in the first half and uh, start of second, but as we keep letting them back in, and that's when they roll over us yeah yeah no momentum is a massive thing in this in this game but uh for, for from from a neutral on the side i mean i was i was kind of going for the west side but uh as, as a technical neutral uh it was a great display of rugby from both teams i think and it was played in a very good spirit and one of the things which uh i've seen it was evident today for everyone everyone wants to grow the sport everyone's uh good mates uh so i, I assume you'll be sharing a beer with the boys after after regardless yeah of, of course uh third half is very important uh we'll head down there uh um, I'm pretty sure we're going to win the third half. We're undefeated there. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll take that win. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, it's about growing the sport. It, like you said, pr- brilliant display of rugby league. Uh, I think the audience loved it. It was big hits. It was big runs. There was... There was a few kicks in there as well, so uh, I don't think anybody was disappointed watching this game. Yeah, but I mean, if you like, like I said, I mean, if you you put it into context, like how far you guys have come since you started, and you you are a relatively young team, uh, how far you've come to getting in the grand final this early and, and putting in a performance like that, mate, um, you should be very very proud of yourselves. Yeah, thank you, and, and just the league in general. Uh, I've loved this season. Uh, there, there's never been so even games between all teams. Mm. The Sanders is Sanders as well. We just uh, chip away from the final. Uh, the new Vic team coming in, having an upset game against the Little Shop, that was massive. Uh, Oslo uh, struggled a bit, but they had a very even game with some juniors with Sanne, so uh, the game's just growing. The team's getting better and better at getting even, so it's just brilliant watching. Yeah, uh, well done, mate. The, the future's bright, and uh, sorry it wasn't the, didn't go the right way for you today, mate, but uh, you're, you're an inspiration on and off the pitch, mate. Good on you, buddy. And uh, go, and, go and win that third half. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, guys. Yep, I'm joined with Joostein uh, and Udin, uh, uh, two of the match officials from the grand final today uh, did a fantastic job. Like I said, I've alluded to before, looking very, uh, very spanking in their in their their pink. Uh, but very very good 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 game today. You're staying. Just a quick uh, quick uh, brief kind of over so, overview of the game from yourself as from a match officials point of view. How do you think the game went? Uh, compared to uh, the same game that I refereed three years three weeks ago uh, with this team, so I must say it was a better performance by all today. Um, the last game was scrappy, um, a lot of backtrack, and basically just a just a bad game for all involved. Uh, this from, game, from a discipline point of view, yes, from that, yeah. a discipline yeah. point of view. Uh, today, um, teams were much better disciplined. Um, yes, there were a fair share of high tackles, but there was no malice uh, that I saw. Um, both teams, you know, the game was flowing fairly well, and I just let it go most of the time. And 
it actually turned out much better than I anticipated. Mm, no, good on you, mate. I'm, like from a spectator's point of view, um, you know, you want the game to flow. And I, I know you said in the interview before the game, that's, that's, that's the, your, your kind of style that you wanted to do. And I think, uh, I think you've uh, mission accomplished on that point of view. Um, but I know you would like to just uh, give me, give me a bit of background on, on sort of uh, your, your, your journey as a, as a match official and your involvement with the sport. Um, well, it all started around 2006 when I met up with um, fellow Aussie, uh, Warren Heilig, who came over just to... Uh, he was getting married at the time, and um, he had a plan to get rugby league up and going in Norway. And uh, me, I was thinking, yeah, I, I have a bit of league background from Australia, so I thought, yeah, I'll tag along. I, you know, I don't want to play anymore, but uh, I thought, you know, um, we needed a match official, so I, I signed up. Uh, I was sent to my first ever match official course in London, Back in 2011, and I'd just taken it from there. I've, from then, I've refereed many grand finals in Norway. I've been lucky to uh, officiate in a few uh, international matches. My uh, highest point would be uh, Denmark against Malta. Oh, wow. Uh, back in 2012. That was a highlight of my career. And, yeah, so I've been there virtually since the beginning, and I've just seen, I've seen players come and go. I've made a lot of friends along the way, and... You know, it's it's sad to uh, to to give it away, but I think the time has come for me to to do to go onward and do something else. Yeah, and I, I heard uh, a little birdie told me on the grapevine that today could be your last game officiating. Is that right? Yes, I've been actually thinking about it for a few years. Um, <laughs> I was lured back into the game after the Corona period. Um, I was out of shape, and I thought, you know, this getting back into match official could be the the way of me getting back to decent shape so I was lucky to uh, officiate a few games in the new team back then in 2021 mm-hmm. in Hogesund did a few games there and yeah started uh, to really like it again mm-hmm. um, so uh, but don't worry, don't, don't worry too much mate it's like I always say to people like round is still a shape so uh, you get getting back into shape is, always, is just uh, it's what other people think which you should never really bother what other people think but now good on you mate I mean so you, that you're, you're leaving now does that leave a, a, a big hole in the match officiating I mean what, what, what have we got many I know we've got little Odin here who's 12 who's uh, been uh, your assistant uh, referee today mm-hmm. um, how, how does that look in terms of now you stepping down will there be able to some, somebody there to take your, your shoes are you going to be kind of training some some new up and coming match officials? We do have a few qualified match officials uh, from before, uh, but none really that have taken a step forward and actually continued down my path. Mm-hmm. So that's my that's going to be my goal from next year, and not just tutor um, up and coming officials, but also getting them past that step and actually get onto the ground and, and actually officiate a game. Right. I'm so lucky to have Odin here with me, who's I've been working with for about two years now. Mm-hmm. He's a great uh, touch judge. Um, he's learned so much over these years, and I'm, I'm hoping in a few years when he uh, when he gets older that he can take my position Fantastic. and uh, officiate in his first game. That's, that's my goal. Yeah. Um, and we have Tom here who has countless years of experience in both league and union, and I uh, I'm hoping that he can maybe take the step forward and also officiate. <laughs> I know I know it's a cliche, but the game can't happen without match officials. And I know it's one of those, uh, probably sometimes a thankless job. Uh, you, you, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. Sometimes you can never get the. You're always going to upset somebody because whatever decision you make is not going to be good with everybody. Uh, but Odin, how did you use your first grand final today uh, involved in the match officiating? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and what was the experience like for you? Do you enjoy yourself? 
Yeah, it's, uh, so there was some, something going on down in the corner down there, and I, I noticed that Euston came and, and spoke to you. What, what was that situation about? Um, it was a punch and uh, um, knock on. It was so, so somebody punched somebody. Wow. Okay, and and you didn't quite catch that then, Euston. But Odin stepped in and was. Yeah, I didn't see it. Um, so I, I I called time off and I. Uh, went away and I, I spoke to Odin, you know, one on one. Asked him what he's seen. He said he's seen a punch. Uh, so I said, yeah, um, uh, thanks for that. And I, I awarded a penalty from there. Ah, good on you, mate. So yeah, no, I was very, very impressed with that, mate. Uh, very good. Are you gonna, you gonna, you, you have aspirations to to step up and be in the middle of the pitch next time? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, good on you, mate. That's really good to hear. Really good. And uh, yeah, Tom, uh, how how did the knee go? Uh, were you running up and down the touchline there? Yeah, it worked decently well. Uh, better than expected, to be honest. Uh, so I think it's on its on its way to getting back into shape. <laughs> Those of you who don't know that, uh, that Tom, he's uh, he's he's. As Euston alluded to, is an experienced guy, but some some might say old, uh, but we say experienced. He's like a fine wine. Uh, might be going a bit vinegary. He has a very lovely white beard and looks a bit like uh, something out of the uh, some, some like some sort of bear. I think I don't know what. It, what it, but you, you you're you're heavily involved in rugby league, isn't that, isn't that right, Tom? Yeah, I, I try to be involved in in rugby as a, as a whole, uh, both sides, uh, and uh, and this time is uh, is for league. And uh, we had a great day a game today. It was a great day with the with the match before and the, and the finals afterwards. Got a lot of people in to watch. Uh, it's it's a great win for rugby. Winner, yeah, you're you're a good advocate because you 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 play rugby with San uh, Stavanger and you play rugby league with Sanders. Um, what 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 would you say out there to people who who want to play both codes? Is it something we should we be doing more to try and work together as union and league? I would say so. For Norway, who is a developing country in in rugby, I I would say that it's a win if we can and a lose if we can't, because it's the same kind of people that plays both codes. Yeah, uh, We need uh, to get people involved, uh, and the ball is the shape it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you love the sport, some might love league, some might love union. Uh, yeah. Just get on the pitch yeah. and play. Good on you. I mean, this, we, we need more people like yourself who, who go out there and spread the good word of the oval ball, whatever code it is. Uh, but just to, just to wrap up, um, Joostein, um just want to, if there's anybody out here listening that does want to um, get involved with match officiating, what, what, what could be the next step? I'm planning with uh, the Rugby League Norway Federation to uh, conduct a few uh, courses next year in both touch judging and uh, refereeing, match official uh, refereeing. So if you're interested, get in contact with Rugby League Norway um, or myself and we'll provide you with details on what's happening. Is that Rugby League Norway, the Facebook? The yeah. Facebook page, yeah. Brilliant. Okay then, guys, so you heard it here. Uh, just wanted to say on behalf of the rugby community and our podcast, uh, thank you very much for a great officiating uh, performance. Uh, it's not very often we say that. We have one guy who's called the ref basher on our podcast, but uh, no, no, no bashing needed here today because it was a, a solid performance. So thanks very much, guys, and thanks for your time. Hello again, guys. Uh, yep, so outside, back on pitch side now with Kim Andre Seglum, who is, uh, what is your title within Sanders Raiders? CEO, kit washer, uh, coach, 
Playboy, all depending on, <laughs> all depending on the day, and all on all the above. Uh, yeah, but no, uh, Kimmy, we're obviously uh, me being Stavanger, we're we're, we're close neighbours. Uh, very, um, I'm very well no, known of the, the 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 good work you've been doing. But just so the v- viewers that might not know you, what what uh, what have you been up to, and what, what's your story with with Sanders Raiders? No, uh, started off uh, myself playing in Flekkefjö, and then I moved to Sanders. Found uh, the commute to Stavanger because I went to a few Stavanger trainings, uh, just too long and. Wanted to do my own thing, so I got my brother together and we started uh, Sans Raiders in April 2015. Just took it from there. Got a few uh, ex-players uh, from uh, all over the place, people I had played with in the past and people we found online and, and mates' mates. And that's just how we grew to where we are today with the, the kids, the women's and the juniors, men's team. So it's just kind of that mates' mate uh, policy. Mm. Bring someone and then, then they bring someone and it's just a domino and... Yeah, yeah. No, I've I've always been massively impressed with the development that Sanders have had, and it seems like you have a very high percentage of actual Norwegians as compared to a lot of other clubs. Um, what 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 do you put that down to? Is it is it that knock on effect to the domino effect you're talking about? Yeah, or it, it's about the integrating with the local community by uh, you know results from social media and newspapers showing up, volunteer stuff like we did uh, an obstacle course race in Sanders a few times and just putting the name out there. Moved our home games around Sandnes for different pitches uh, the first years just mm-hmm. to get crack into different neighborhoods. And then from there, just one guy brings a friend and then he brings a friend and then and then just a good momentum, good atmosphere. Awesome. Just spread in the, uh, the awesome word of the, the oval ball, which is, is a very admirable, mate. Um, but go, going forward, uh, what, what are your plans for this? How many, how many members have you got at the moment with Sanders? I think uh, like members in the club, we have probably, with parents and everything, we're probably close to 90 with socials and everything. And player-wise, we have a, a pretty stable men's team of around 30 players. Junior academy or juniors with... Uh, up to 20, maybe 20 young kids involved, and then a, a women's team with a stable core of around 10. Mm-hmm. So we're just looking to grow and, uh, and assist other clubs grow. Going to be traveling to Farsten a bit in the winter to, de- to help them mm-hmm. as they are starting a women's team, and nice. they're already well-established men's and juniors. So Awesome, awesome. Yeah. No, great, great stuff, mate. Um, so yeah, that obviously you guys were, were, were part of the, the series this year, but um, how do you feel the season went for you as, as Sanders Raiders this year? No, it. Uh, you could say we we uh, we made our bed and we had to sleep in it. We lost a couple of games uh, due to people losing their heads and just inexperience. So uh, it could have gone better, but uh, there's many players and individuals that have improved. So we could we could have done better. We could have could have done a lot worse. So uh, mm. for us now, we've already started to work for next year. That's why we had a game on today and found a few uh, points we have to work on and mm. see what that uh, brings us nice nice so continual development and uh, yeah it, looks, it seems like that rugby league's in a in a very bright position at the moment seeing some of the young talent on show today um, and then yeah so are, are you, have you been instrumental in setting up the grand final today have you guys been involved with the organisation of that oh yeah yeah we uh, we put in uh, a bid to host it because we really wanted to try and have a home grand final that would have been a good advantage so we have just uh, Sorted the post, sorted the pitch and everything, and uh, the, the kiosk and yeah, everything, the logistics around it, mm. just to make it happen and also draw some more attention to rugby and Sanus. Awesome, awesome, mate. Well, keep up with the good work. I've just got a couple of questions just before I leave you to go and watch the grand final and have a word with your boys. Um, if you can sum up in one word what rugby means to you or a phrase, it's just uh, teamwork. Teamwork. 
Nice, nice. And then uh, last but not least, who's your favourite personality on the pod? Adam Jones. Yes. Again, I think everyone's getting a bit intimidated about me asking that right in front of them with their eyes and in a menacing look. But uh, there was no, there was no uh, temptation needed there from Kimmy because Kimmy could batter me anyway. So plenty of temptation around Adam Jones, boys. You all know it if you've seen him. <laughs> I'll never forget the day when I was playing against Kimmy and he just kept calling me the cat. He said, "Come here, you cat." I don't know whether that was. I don't know what that was all about. But uh, yeah, I've been called worse. But it, it was a cat, not a pussy. So that's all good. But uh, Kimmy, it's a pleasure always talking to. You mate keep up the good work and uh, we'll, we'll hopefully see you soon same to you great work on the podcast and shout out to the the host that really paid attention to the nrl grand final uh, last weekend that was my highlight of uh, this week's episode nice looking forward to plenty more yeah you've heard it here cheers gimme all the best mate again on pitch side uh, joined by martin hoyland who is the captain of sanders raiders also a member of the rugby league national team um yeah, just uh, Martin, you just played a development game in, in the warm-up to the kickoff for the grand final. Uh, how's the body feeling, mate? It's feeling all right to be playing against uh, 16-years-old. Uh, I mean, they are, they are hitting hard, so I'm afraid when they get hit 20 years old or stuff, they're going to break me. They're going <laughs> to fold me and uh, feed me to the dogs or something. I mean, uh, it, was really, it was a really good game, so I'm yeah. really excited for what they've done and also done. How, uh, how they're developing yeah awesome and I've just been speaking to Kimmy he was talking about the development that Sanders are, uh, are doing and obviously uh, what, I, what, I, what I have seen just in my short time here today is that it seems like the, the, the clubs are really uh, supporting each other would you say that was a, a true uh, representation are you all trying to support each other to get more players involved in rugby league yeah 100% uh, what I like uh, about what we're doing in Sanders is that you can come as you are and you can uh, absolutely uh, be a part of of the team, mm-hmm. even uh, if you've never touched a, a normal ball or anything before, you can come Fantastic. and join us. Fantastic. Fantastic. And um, yeah, so Martin, you're, you're a member of the national team. You played against uh, the Netherlands last week, was that right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. And so uh, you, you going into the game against Greece, which is going to be played on this on this same pitch here. Uh, so a home game for you, very, very much a home game for you. I'm so happy for that, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not much travelling needed there. Um do you think, uh, obviously coming out, you, what, what do you think we, you need to do to, to, to right the wrongs of, uh, of the Netherlands game going into the Greece game, which I would assume is going to be a bit of a bigger challenge? Yeah, 100%. I think, uh, I think we lost against ourselves during the Netherlands game. We did a, a few mistakes on the middle field and, mm. and didn't quite manage to, to bounce off that, so we gave them a lot of free, free points. So if we manage to complete our sets and play safe and good rugby, I think we have a better shot of taking Greece then that we played against the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what we have to do right and mm-hmm. just slow down, slow it down a bit and you know, be able to catch the ball and hold the ball. Yeah, I mean, I remember Sonny on the pad last week was saying that there was a couple of things that happened and the guys' heads went down. Um, do you think uh, the guys will be working on their, their mental strength uh, for going into the next game and, and trying, to, trying to be a bit more kind of just water off a duck's back if something bad happens? How, how would you go about fixing that kind of thing? I think we need to uh, t- tell ourselves that we're uh, good enough to, to be a part of the team. Uh, we will come from a small rugby nation and we know that there's a lot of experience out in Europe and in the world. So so it would be, be wrong of us to, t- to think that we're the best in the world and that mm. everything would be uh, uh, easy for us when we go out and play. So I think that's the mentality we need to adapt, that we're actually good enough. We are Vikings and we're able to, nice. to actually be strengthen ourselves to... To get on the same level as the other ones. 
You've got a bit of a reputation at the podcast here from uh, from Jack. Jack's played against you a few times. Jack Hobbs. Uh, nobody knows who he is. He's rubbish at rugby, but he, he does he does talk you up that you're a very big hitter uh, and uh, you're, you're a very good tackler and a very good runner. Uh, are you hoping to get your hands on the ball a bit more against Greece and, and and be able to impose yourself as well and do the best for your team? Yeah, one hundred percent. I would love to do everything for my country and for the for the game. And hopefully we we get to take the win against Greece and. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, you can just hear in the background there that the teams are just coming on for the grand final. Martin, we wish you luck for against Greece uh, and hopefully we can get you on the pod again at some point. But thanks for taking the time today and uh, good luck. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been an honour. Cheers, mate. Thanks, yeah, yeah, no worries. Thanks for taking the time, buddy. So, I think the lesson we've learned from this game is if you want to win a final, come on our podcast straight away before. It seems to bode well for you. Uh, Adam, you were there? All day, how was it? Yeah, um, well, now we, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was a pleasure to be part of the experience. To be honest with you, and just being around a lot of, um, a lot of good, good, good folks. Basically, they were just you can just see the passion there, for, uh, like from the guys there doing the kiosk um, to the referees to all the players, the spectators. You know, the mums and mums and dads of the young kids as well. It was just. Uh, it was heartwarming to see, to be honest, and I was, uh, it was a pleasure to be a part of it. And it just felt like, you know, I know a lot of people said about family and community, but it was all just there on display. It was obvious that like, a lot of people said that because you could just see that. And um, yeah, I'm, and what was one of the most uh, glaring things was is that they're all all the clubs are trying to work together to help each other. I mean, so like Sanders are trying to arrange stuff for Force and, and, and Hogus and, you know what I mean? So they because they, they we're quite good proximity of each other. They're doing stuff together, um, which I think is fantastic. And um, I think the future of Norwegian rugby league is is very bright, actually, because they've got some good people uh, driving stuff, uh, which is just contagious. Do you know what I mean? When you've got something good, uh, you, you know, it's like the old age old cliche. You know, I like a cliche, but if you build it, they will come. And they've been building something for years now, which is really, I think, quite special. Um, you know, obviously, I'm you know union very union focused myself, but anything for the oval ball and I mean that from the bottom of my heart you know and that's why I was uh, so so happy to be around it yesterday um, yeah the great setup for the people that put the put, uh, you know booked everything out and uh, arranged all the, the the stadium and everything there you know there's, they, these things can't happen just by one person and it, a lot of effort went in so a massive credit to the uh, NR, NR are they, do they call them NRL Norwegian Rugby League we can call them NRL can't we or RLN RLN RLN, we'll call them RLN. <laughs> Sorry about that. But yeah, does that does that does that does that sum it up? Do you think? Or yeah, it sounds like a a, a good summation of the whole day. Do you have any uh, highlights? Highlights, uh, apart from getting a selfie with Stefan. Um, <laughs> now there was it the when the boys the the, the when Lillestrøm lifted the cup and they, and they had one of the guys on on the shoulders. That was quite quite a good moment. But I think. The one that I thought was stuck out for me was stick singing when they were singing the national anthem, because it was just everything was just very quiet and it was like everyone was very proud and it was just another moment like something's going on here. You know, I mean, this is this means a lot. So yeah, that was that was probably my highlight. Jack, yeah, I was just going to ask if there was any standout performances from from any of the players on the pitch. We talked about Jamal the other day, how he, how good he is at rugby. Was there any good standout performances from anyone on the 
on the day. Yeah, I mean, there was there was some really good runs. Of it. The problem is I don't really know everybody's name. That's the only problem. But there was a, num- a guy playing number 11 for Hogus, and he made a couple of really good runs. Quite a big guy, took the ball at pace, hit some gaps, and like went up there. At one point, went up the pitch, pitch about 50 metres, just got caught on a, a last gasp tackle by Lillestrom. So he had a really he had a really good game. Uh, also did their their number nine. Um, he was very quick. Um, he, he, he scored a try, a very good individual try as well. Yeah, Christo- um, Christopher, he's the captain of the national team. Yeah, uh, he was. Yeah, I, I know Milligan. I know I know Christopher Milligan. Uh, it was it was the it was the other guy who was playing because oh right, who was playing? He wasn't playing hockey yesterday. It was another guy. But anyway, Millie Millie play. He always plays well. He's a, he's a great player. Um, yeah. And then for for, for Lillestrom, um, they had some they had some big units. Um, Jamal, some of his kicking was fantastic. Uh, I mean, he was he was one where he was literally on the on the on the touchline, right in the corner, and he slotted that at absolute peach. Uh, and some of his quick feet, um, yeah, he, he was he was really good. I think he scored he scored two or three tries. Um, but yeah, he's 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 a class player, mate. He he was very good. Um, yeah. So yeah, there was but like I know it sounds a bit of cop out, but there was he was just a really solid performance from from both teams. Like there wasn't too many showy offy things. They all worked quite well as a unit. So um, you know, you everyone there was a few nerves. You could tell that. So a couple of knock ons at some points, and 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 but there was some some big hits going in as well. Uh, which was pleasing to see, but as 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 a unit, they were they were working very well. Uh, Lillestrom kind of um, were slowing the ball down slightly, I think, when they were doing the restarts, which I think was allowing them to get a bit more energy. Um, but yeah, uh, on the day, I think uh, they they gave it their everything, and you could tell that. Do you know what I mean? It was like it was a very big battle, um, and uh, yeah, very a very entertaining game to watch. Um. In the interview with Jamal and Sonny, there was rumours that they were going to get North Queensland Leaguey or something like that. Do you have any updates on whether they became North Queensland Leaguey or what what exactly that term means? Well, if uh, <laughs> so, firstly, North North Queensland Leaguey is 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 something which I don't think can put into words. It's it's more an experience or something that you have to be around, or it, a bit like a tsunami you don't want to get caught up in. Uh, so we'll 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 leave people to to think of their own answer for that one. But um, I would like Sonny and Jamal actually to get in touch uh, because I'm a bit worried. I sent them a couple of messages about where they were, and I still had no response. So um, if anybody has seen Sonny or Jamal in the last um, in the last few hours or anything, just please just just send us a message and let them know they're okay. Uh, we, we were a bit worried as the last obviously the last time they were seen alive was on the the Oosterhuis Arena. <laughs> Holding a holding a grand final cup um, and a, and a beer in one hand, so um, yeah, I'm a little bit worried. So if someone can get in touch and let us know, fantastic. So brilliant, all the work you've done, Adam. I think we should say a massive thank you to you for being there. I would just like to say that I have noted down everyone who named you as their favourite presenter on the podcast. And I would like them to stop listening. <laughs> oh, I knew this would go down like a like a, a fish milkshake. Um, congratulations to Lilistrom for winning. 
congratulations to Haugesund for coming second. And I think we should also say that it is very impressive that Haugesund have come so far in two and a half years. From zero to a final is pretty, it's a pretty uh, good uh, performance. 100%. But the real winner was, of course, rugby. League. Whatever. Rugby league. Rugby in general was the real winner. And you say I like a cliche, eh, Jackie? <laughs> right. So I hope you've enjoyed the episode. Obviously, you've heard Adam speak a lot. Everyone else less so. Uh, we'll be podcasting again, hopefully, during the week and talking about proper rugby, rugby union. <laughs> and hopefully you'll stop listening if you named Adam as your favourite podcast host. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.